Oh my gosh. Welcome back. I did see that I do have a couple followers, so now I can actually mean that. I am actually talking to somebody. Thank you. Okay, sorry I didn't post yesterday. I think it was super busy, but I do want to keep the structure of posting Friday, Saturday. So in case there's nothing on Friday, it will be coming on Saturday. That being said, let's jump straight into it. So the question today that I thought about this week was what was given to me in class, in my systems thinking class, which is really cool. But the question is, how do you make meaning? It's kind of a loaded question because there's so many ways you can go about that. So I'm going to explain the foundation of the lens that I pondered this question through and kind of how we're going to talk about this topic today will be through this perspective. So definitely, again, like these are my opinions, my perspectives, um, yeah, just food for thought, really. So I did look at this through a, the human humanistic perspective, and um, we're going to do a quick little crash course on, so psychology does have seven theories or perspectives that we can that we use to study and understand people. So the humanistic approach. First, let's talk about what a theory is. So a psychological theory is a fact-based idea that describes a phenomenon of human behavior. And the two key components for that is, besides for being backed by evidence, it must describe a behavior and it must make predictions about future behaviors. And the seven perspectives of psychology that are at the forefront is evolutionary, psychodynamic, behavioral, neuroscience, cognitive, social, sociocultural, and humanistic perspectives. Each perspective specializes in looking at one part of the human brain or the way that we process and then seeing if we can actually get an understanding of human behavior so for like psychodynamic theory that is looking at the psychology um, of people through their subconscious mind oh they did a behavior how does that behavior relate to something that was going on in their subconscious or behavioral approach so that's kind of like what it is about um, I know I said behavioral approach but I'm actually going to skip that so humanistic the humanistic psychology is a perspective that emphasizes the study of the whole person. So like that one example of the psychodynamic and even neuroscience, like that's looking at the chemical structure of the brain, all the, the, the you know, gears that make us function and even experience emotion in the first place. So humanistic takes basically those seven perspectives and we kind of tie it all together and see how they work together. So it's the study of the whole person. And it looks at human behavior, not only through the eyes of the observer, but through the eyes of the person doing the behaving. And I really like that because it's basically, you're professionally learning the skills of how to walk a mile in someone else's shoes and seeing life through their eyes. Which made me think of an example. I don't know if any of you guys have, if you haven't seen it, lovely cartoon it's called avatar the last airbender and if you have seen it i definitely an example could be when he goes into the avatar state 
and he sees the lineage of basically all the avatars before him and he actually calls on them to help him in situations when he's experiencing something new whether it's like you know something super stressful and they actually will do exactly that he walks he walks in their shoes for a split second and he completely feels what they went through when they were in that similar situation and it's a beautiful depiction of an amazing tool how we as people are learning how to connect and experience other people from their perspective at the same time we are also experiencing them through our perspective so there's like two realities going on two it's like the same movie but like two different scripts it's like yeah you guys are both directors and you produce the same movie but it's totally different because you both have different ways that you perceive things anyway i really like the little avatar last airbender theory and that's kind of like how the humanistic approach works so another person psychology wise victor frankel he is also somebody that gives a really good representation or understanding of a humanistic approach so victor frankel he wrote a book the man's search for meaning amazing book i highly recommend it's a super i wouldn't say quick read it's a it's a short, it's a little book but he was a jewish psychiatrist during the holocaust and he was in the concentration camp so he talks about that search for meaning in these extreme extreme conditions for him but that's an amazing book to look into and basically again summary humanistic approach is the universally applicable to human existence including death freedom responsibility and the meaning of life so while we all have universal experiences and ways to relate to one another the beauty of our brains and minds is what makes our perspective unique and unable to be experienced by anyone else but ourselves which is amazing so when you feel like you have nothing to offer on the table you do and that's you your brain your mind the way that you see things you and i can both perceive a situation but how we got to that conclusion is totally different and we can learn from each other in that so um <laughs> in other words you as an individual you alone are a living data book filled with a completely authentic experience of the world that no one has ever lived all because of your beautiful and intricate design and what's cool is i think in the previous podcast you know we talk about how there is universal experiences or universal emotions that we all can display and we can relate to the emotion and what triggered that that's what is subjective and unique to us and even if somebody had the same experience you know it, it's still totally different cuz that experience with with totally different people like divorce is devastating um but how it's devastating and how it you know played out is completely unique for every family could be a similar situation but again unique because the people themselves make that totally different story. Well, so in the big scheme of things, our lives may not seem to have, you know, inherent meaning. And this perspective we're going to dive into, the humanistic perspective, will definitely show us how we can make it or at least provoke the thought, you know, that maybe there is we do have meaning, maybe there is a bigger picture. Your story, your words, your experience, you know it it adds it adds its own shade of color to this world all right so back to the question 
how do we make meaning? First, I think a good place to start to answer that question, definitely, I think one way you could approach it, there's many ways, but one way that I thought of just because we talked about in our last podcast or my last episode was the internal personal reality. So figuring out or listing out the reality of your world that consists of, you know, any and everything that pops into your head, beliefs, values, goals, passions, experiences, becoming aware of where you're at, who you surround yourself with, and did you do so because they're similar or because they're different? What about them, you know, drew you to them? This internal personal reality definitely is a good starting point to categorize your experience because we do experience so many things, both, you know, things that were really profound and that we remember every detail of and things that were super subtle and you don't realize it unless you do go to therapy and it gets brought up or something happens later in your life and it triggers a memory that you didn't know you had. And then it can be as simple as like belief systems. How were you raised? What was that dynamic? Was there religion involved? So you think about all these things and you have these baskets in front of you and you're basically getting all your ducks in a row like, oh, I was raised with this. I believe this. I practice this. I'm keeping this as a truth to who I am and what I want to carry forward. I see this. I don't agree with it. You know, you put it in a basket where it's like, yeah, I'm rejecting that. I don't believe that. I was raised to believe it. belief doesn't mean necessarily religion but just a structure the way they they taught you whatever i don't believe it you put in that basket and then you may have things where you don't know like maybe for right now i do believe this maybe put in a separate basket where it's like this is my current my current belief system what have you you get the picture so aside from that You know, if you feel alone or you feel as though you don't have an outside system, you're not connected with your family um, or, you know, you're estranged from them. You could also start with for the internal personal reality portion. You obviously know what you don't want. (laughs) And, you know, I guess you can start by asking, what do you want or need to see in someone in order to find opportunity for connection? What would make you want to connect with somebody if you saw? Again, you can start with things you don't want. So if they don't represent this thing, then maybe you're more likely to want to engage in conversation. So cool thing, experimental therapists, that's a whole other conversation, really cool stuff, but they share similar belief in the humanistic faith in the natural wisdom of honest emotion which is so cool so in other words if you don't know where to start have an honest confession with yourself whatever emotion that is it doesn't have to be anything profound or maybe anything super severe but it definitely can lead you to an answer maybe even an answer better than it would have been if you sought out advice because it's I do think that raw emotion can sometimes have a natural wisdom. And it also gives a good opportunity for you to learn how to trust yourself, get in tune. So first step to making meaning, first defining yourself, that's self-awareness. How are you going to get there? And that's a constant thing, right? Like you may be self-aware for this year or this month can totally change at any given point in time. But that's where I think is a good place to start. So second, which I guess 
I bring up a couple more questions that I thought about. How much will you let your system define the meaning you bring? So how do we make meaning? And then, so how do we make meaning? We have the self-reflection. How much of that self-reflection will define the meaning you bring? And there's no wrong or right answer because it's completely up to you. Maybe that self-awareness stuff is more internally for you. And once you realize that, you come to fruition on a couple things. Like, another, let me think. Okay, okay. What part of your reality are you going to use as a beam of light for connection? So, what part of your system in there what is it that you're gonna use yeah as your beam what's gonna be your introduction to the world what's gonna attract people to you what do you want them to be attracted by and that could come in as like art music stories humor um you know you think about like an example that i think about is the skill of a comedian i mean they make meaning through humor and the meaning can be connection laughter builds connection i mean it makes a safe space and i think i love oh my gosh i love stand-up comedy and what i love and what i think makes such a good comedian and what makes them stand out from the others is when they can create a shared experience and it's so cool because they basically fabricate a moment so in that in that moment in that room it was a bunch of strangers ready to laugh for whatever reason and maybe the comedian is a funny guy he has good personal stories you relate to it in some way or he's just really expressive and you laugh but what i love is then sometimes you see um some like throwback with the crowd and the comedian and he maybe he points out somebody that has like a really funny burp or they they said something and then there's an inside joke created and then it's cute because they will play on that inside joke throughout the the show and all of a sudden and i'm sure maybe at one point maybe you experience this in one way or another when you experience a really authentic moment i mean you feel the connection in the room it's almost electric you you get the goosebumps if you feel warm, you can literally feel like your walls are down. You're just totally present in that moment. And laughter can do that. I mean, you definitely can go into the neuroscience about that. All the chemicals, you know, all the happy chemicals are basically being released. That comedian made a shared experience in that moment. Something that was 100% relatable because all those people had, the, had to be there in order for that moment to exist. In order for that joke to exist and it makes it all the more funny because now everybody feels connected they feel part of something they also are very relatable and relatability feeling seen but hearing it from a fresh perspective that also that also is a really good way to make connection and i feel like that you know humor can be a beam maybe you are a very funny person you could be a storyteller i mean there are so many different ways to allow somebody to experience that moment of just like, damn, this is such a, this is a good thing. Like whatever it is that's happening. I mean, even when you hear music, 
like when music really touches you there's so many ways to feel connected and it doesn't even have to be related through a story through a movie or through comedy sometimes even music itself just the tone of it how we can communicate with each other without any direct experience at all it's just the emotion of grief of joy of curiosity wonder that causes these goosebumps chills the fluttering in your heart the endorphins and the happy chemicals in the brain brings us back again to how we're kind of wired to connect i mean the fact that when we share an experience with somebody or share an ex- and even with music right or video game whatever something that allows you to connect it just shows again how wired we are for that i mean the fact that we have a chemical response to recognize that so going back to the how can you make meaning and you know how are you going to define the way you bring that meaning into the world these are some of the examples that i was kind of thinking of or that you could start by and you don't need talent sometimes you know you just need to listen or even just doing something starting a project like this i mean starting a podcast you know maybe this is how i'm testing out how i'm going to make meaning in this world even though i started this for myself i'm also giving myself a chance to figure out my voice i'm still figuring out you know what my meaning is going to be what my beam of light is but that goes back to why i started this just openly figuring myself out and you know i hope somebody hears it thank you so much and i'll see you next time from me to you